0: I would say like the majority of your day is taken up by, uh, like, tending to your, uh, tending to the desire of wanting to break.
1: Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. That's just because I want to be the best. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah, (laughs) come on. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think we're doing
0: here? We're talking the talk. (laughs) Killer (laughs) Killer Official Dot Com. You need the television app. 24-7 mini documentaries, podcasts, live shows, DJ live streams, top fives, subscription packages, plus products for all your podcasts and street culture sports. Download it from the app store for free today. Ladies and gentlemen, Killer Keller podcast, live and direct, out on location, Derby, the north of the country, not too far north, but north enough for you to know better. Big shout out to graffitikings.co.uk, hold tight to everybody who has got a television app, it's sport and art, you know what I mean, for all your street culture sports, download it free, iPhone, Android. Um, now, inside the house, inside his house, inside his gymnasium, have a break dancing HQ in Derby. We have Smack 19, Nike, Top Boy, Top of Top Boy, and uh, Team G B Olympic contender. The awesome Karam sing inside the place.
1: Happy to be here, Wal. <laughs> oh, happy to have you here, let's say. <laughs> <it. laughs> Thank you very much. No and, problem, yeah, man.
0: I do feel like I'm, I'm in the I'm in the epicenter. Of this is this is
1: it, man. It's the heart of where it all is. It's that energy in it. Yeah. It's it's that aura, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, You feel the vibe in the room. Totally. Yeah. It
0: feels like it feels like it's busy. Things are happening.
1: Yeah. It's busy and it's also natural. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, when you kind of go hard with ease, mm. sort of everything's happening, but I'm in control of it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have it here. It sounds
0: very spiritual. <laughs> yeah. <my brother.
1: laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you man. find
0: you, you find your, your your tranquility
1: here. Yeah, for real. I think it's like my sanctuary. Like uh, this is where I'm in my zone. Um, people come in here. Mm. People are always welcome here. Mm. Um, but we take what's in here to the rest of the world and. Yeah, man. It's just just this small package
0: that explodes. Yo, you just (laughs) blow There is something about b-boying that is almost one of a a mad scientist, like you guys are locked away, trying things out that are unthinkable (laughs) and top secret, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to go and explode somewhere else. Is that kind
1: of like the deal? Yeah, 100%, 100%. And it's like you always have to keep on creating it's like you like you said you come up with these things that people can't even think about people never seen before it's like it's like how, how do you always keep on coming up with new things how do you do something that nobody's ever seen before yeah. it's like there's there's a mad science behind it where you have to keep on keeping on mm-hmm. you have to keep on creating and then you showcase that to the rest of the world on the main stages or through social media videos mm-hmm. and stuff like that but generally it's you prepare for war and create for war here and you explode on people
0: Yeah, he said create world. for war <laughs> yeah you
1: have to man it's like a strategic isn't it
0: yeah yeah for sure let's talk about that strategy I'm jumping straight in <laughs> straight uh, yeah. let's talk about strategy because um as you can, well you can't see, but as you can see around here if you're if you're if you're watching and not listening uh, we we definitely are in a quite a confined area there is um there, there, there's walls quite close by mirrors everywhere, and just <laughs> obstacles it's like you know some next level uh, funhouse going on here but um yeah, going to war strategy uh the science behind it like Explain to me a day in the life. Explain to me the day in the life of Karam and how how you get to that optimum point in your day. So I'll, I'll give you today
1: for an example yes, of please. how he's there. So I woke up today, you know, just easily get myself up, sort of take a shower and whatnot. After that, um, I will work out. So I've done an hour workout this morning. So it's more so body weight stuff just because I need to be explosive. I think that I used to use weights a lot um, just to, to feel good, but... It makes me more stiff. So okay, I so use I just need to get into this. So,
0: yeah. an hour's session does that? Is that does that alternate every day on different parts of the body, or is it the same? Same, you? same. It's like uh, all parts of the body,
1: sort of core stuff, mm-hmm. pull ups, sit ups, press ups, um, calf raises, mm-hmm. stuff like that. V sits just just basically stuff that I, as that terminate. That like, it just kind of channels the muscles that I need, sort of to be using. Yeah. For example, the short, like the, the pull ups are so good. Yeah. I always see them on my Instagram story. It's yeah. just because it's my way of. Uh, distracting myself. It, w- it was originally my way of distracting myself from other things. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of got like kind of good at them and I just started enjoying them. And then I started to get really strong in breaking. I was like, I've never been this strong before. So it started to sort of portray through that. So yeah, so I did an hour workout. I did a 5K run as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, about a 30 minute run just for stamina wise for when I am competing for the longer days. And how's like, that for
0: your calves when you're running like that? Because obviously there's a lower back to consider when you're running at an impact. Uh, It is is quite tough. It's quite hard. But I like the mental battle of doing something like
1: a 5K. For example, today I stepped out. I was like, oh, here we go. But I really couldn't be bothered to do it. But then I thought to myself, I'm just going to push myself. Once you get past 1K... You're like, four more to go. And you do the next one, you do the next one. It's sort of like you're battling with yourself and you're challenging yourself. And I just sort of get all the thoughts that are sort of negative in my head or things where I want to be better and just think to myself, like, I want to be the best person I can possibly be. I want to be the best breaker. So I like to do them because it's more of a mental battle. For me, it's not always like the physical, don't get me wrong, it can be quite, um, quite hard on the calves yeah. and the legs and the back and stuff. But for me, I just think about like when, when, when for example, I'm on the third or fourth kilometre and my legs are aching and I'm starting to get stiff. I'm like, OK, but if I was in a battle and this was a five round final and we're in the third round what and my legs, my legs are starting to go now, yeah. like what am I supposed to do? I've got to push myself to get over that line. So that's what, it's more of like a mental thing, which is why I like running. And when I finish... Uh, I feel good about it. It's an endorphin like, hit as yeah, well, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Like yeah.
0: You, once you, after like maybe three months of yeah. running, you get used to it, and you want more of it. Yeah, isn't
1: you, it? you like, you, you just want to keep on doing it, mm. and it makes you feel good. Like I said, i finished it. And I'm like, I've done a five k today. I feel mm. good about mm. already. And then I've done an hour of stretching. and Now we're doing this, and then after that, I'm going to come home and practice breaking for two or three hours with a with a gang in this small space.
0: Two or three hours yeah. of breaking, is that
1: like the daily norm? Yeah, it's a daily norm. For sure. Sometimes, I wouldn't do a 5K every day, maybe two or three times a week, but uh, working out, stretching and training. Yo, that's cold. Yeah, man. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, you have to be, man. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be insane. Yeah, you've of course.
0: Be, you've got to be... Um, you've got to dream the impossible. And I know that sounds so profound and like the stars and the moons, but but there is a level of... There's no reality to this. Yeah. It's it's actually how you just implement.
1: Just what, what you do, how you, how you do it, really. Mm. It's always about how you do it, but... Obviously, with all the, the all the craziness that we do, we also have to care for our body a lot. So that's where the stretching and stuff comes in yeah. as well. We hot also, baths, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Hot baths or cold showers and just, just like it really helps or conditioning and stuff. Like mm. I had an injury recently, which I've just been monitoring like on my legs. It's been since like the end of last year on my yeah. groin yeah. really. And obviously I need my groin to be swinging and popping and stuff. But it's yeah. those little things that we also have to take into consideration. Like I said, with the legs and stuff and the back, it can be quite sort mm. of... And also I'd
0: imagine the rotate because groin oh. is like the rotator. Yeah as well that can yeah. be quite
1: shoulders tough. too yeah shoulders yeah. is another one it's quite a common thing but yeah all the madness is there
0: but we also need to sort of <laughs> keep
1: it keep it in check at times too
0: so for yeah. for, for an average of a day how, how much time do you spend on like stretching about an hour about 45 an hour? minutes to an hour yeah yeah something like that I, I would say like the majority of your day is taken up by uh like tending to your uh, tending to the desire of wanting to break.
1: Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. And That's just because I want to be the best. Yeah, well, and it's was, cold. Yeah, I always, always wanted to be like that. Like some real
0: talk. <laughs> gonna, like, I try and relay it in part with beatboxing. Yeah, and like the, the 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 time that I was doing it and the kind of extremes I would go through. A lot of it hadn't even been... There wasn't even a fault line of, like, how to do certain things. I just installed it naturally. Yeah. How much of it, like, do you take cues from previous B-boy... You know, there isn't a manual, but Mm -hmm. how much of it do you kind of exercise from historical reference points in in training? It's
1: so hard, like, to think about that Mm. because, like... It's a little bit weird for me because I'm, I'm from an older generation, but I'm still so young. Because mm. like, I started when I was like like eight, seven or eight, mm. but I was on the world champ stage at 10 yeah. Like with Trinity Warriors. So I was part of the crew battles mm. from UK champs and all this stuff from such, young, like such a young age. Mm. So I've seen all these different things, but the way that it's progressed over the years now, and I'm just like here with the opportunities that I have now for the younger people that are under me as well, the opportunities that they have, it's like we actually now have a path to follow whereas before we didn't really have that we're just sort of copying or imitating people that we thought for example for me my favorite b-boy is mouse Mm. um, oh my god come on it's always uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it's always um some it's not necessarily that there's a blueprint to follow him Mm. or to do that but i enjoy watching him break uh he is style over anything else it's not what he does it's it's the way he does it Mm. and it's the simplicity of things that he does and he makes them look so special so for me like there's they are like type of things that I'll take from bits of peop- like pieces of my favourite mm. b-boys or people that are potentially doing well in the world or winning all the major events. What is he doing that's making him win? Mm. So that's it's kind of like a constant thing where you're always looking back or looking at what's happening. Yeah. Because we never really had a path. But now I kinda have a path with the Olympics and all the things that are sort of mm. going on and the jams and what you need to do to get to here and to there. But yeah, I would definitely say that like I've I've looked at not necessarily the blueprint of of a path of a person, but more so things that are that make people as breakers special. For example, Mouse mm. in what he does, or Menno or mm. or just or just you know like somebody's musicality or some something that basically separates the winners from the losers. And mm. I sort of just try and see how I can be me while engaging in things mm. that are making people win. Mm. So Hundred yeah. um,
0: percent. You've got this new like you say, opportunity to be forerunners of a different way of thinking in a different approach Yeah, with a whole new audience that may have heard of it before yeah. or definitely witnessed it in some capacity, <laughs> but just with a new philosophy.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's nuts because I always say I would like it because it gives us a definition like with it being a sport mm. now and stuff because... I tried to study dance at sick form, but it was more of an extreme sport. And then try and do that sport and it's a little bit more accepted mm. than it was in the traditional dance sort of thing. So it's it's like now with the direction it's going, it's like, it's not only just beneficial for me, it's, I'm I'm blessed because I'm still young mm. and I still have so many years to keep on doing this. Mm. Um, obviously for the older people, they're still blessed because they have so much, so much opportunities surrounding it and surrounding the next generations. But especially for the young, the mm. younger generations, it's like, they have a path now. Yeah. They know what they need to do to get to this level. They know what they need to do to get to this. There's qualifiers for this and then there's mm. this. And if, if you do this, you'll get this. Whereas before, man, it was just complete freestyle, which is why now when I'm achieving the certain things that I am or the or I'm winning the major events that I am or I'm getting major sponsorships, it's like you feel a little bit lost because you kind of like, oh, I ended up here. Yeah. And I guess it all came from all that work that I put in and everything that I did and all these other things that I did. Yeah. But like it's kind of mad because you didn't actually realise anybody was paying attention sort of thing. So it's like we were just doing it to do it and ho- in a hope of getting somewhere. Mm. And now we're getting somewhere. It's like, well, but before, like, we never really had that. And now the kids can can look at this and be like, oh, we, if we do this, we can do it. And they're just progressing so much faster. And I think you can see that mm. in, in breaking. It's discussion. the greatest
0: reward as well, isn't it? To know that you spent all this time, you know, in the... in the yeah. In the <laughs> barracks you know just trying to get it together figuring stuff out and doing it for a real a real love yeah and, and i think timing also comes into play don't it
1: yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and it's also it's like purpose i think is one of the major things purpose and timing mm. like when when i started to explode again in like what like 2016, 17 mm. something like that i was just training in my living room like i didn't even have a crew Mm-hmm. I didn't have a crew or nothing at this time, so I'm just training in my living room, and it was such a good time for somebody new to step up and yeah. sort of sort of take over, and that that was what I did. Mm. Like, I just sort of did Come that. On. <laughs> Come on. Come but- on. <laughs> what do you think we're doing here? We're talking the talk. <laughs> That's it, man. But no, like, it was like, and now, again, timing is so important because of what's happening, mm. what's coming in the future, but it's sort of like just staying focused and just sort of taking your moments and staying hungry and having your goals sort of lead you into mm. one thing like one thing to another and salute
0: yeah. to all the you know the peoples that were really pioneering of its time I mean of course you know all the old school do you remember Crumbs from of course Star man Lens? everyone
1: remembers Crumbs man Pro- legend yeah legend <laughs> absolute <I>? legend <laughs> now you know? that
0: was somebody very much in a mouse kind of sensibility you know, yeah just you know pulling uh, you know the deck of cards will be falling but he's yeah. just like figuring it out as he reassembles kind of thing yeah exactly like he's he's such an innovator
1: people mm. are doing his moves today mm. like you know what I'm saying people like people call other people biters for doing certain moves and it's Crumbs's move anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're just, they're major innovators. Like people like that are, are special. Yeah. And it's nice to actually see like someone like Crumbs is actually still very involved in the scene. Yeah. He's still at battles. Big time, yeah. Like still beating people in battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, it's so dope. Like Crumbs, like massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. whole style elements, that whole Bay Area Thing. definitely and it's and it's nice when people have them clicks as well that are natural like mm. there's a lot of crews and stuff in breaking i love i love crew battles and crew vibes and stuff like that but y- you can tell the special crews and the special individuals from the others because the vibe is just so real it's like their own mm. thing sort of going on the style elements had that and that's why mm. they are who they are and why they're so respected i think yeah. and that's why they're just incredible breakers i guess yeah i love yeah.
0: the i love the fact that the breaking scene especially at one stage really was so incubated and it was like it was almost like an in gang. Either you know them or you don't. Yeah, <laughs> it used to really Literally. be that vibe, yeah. wasn't
1: it? No, hundred percent. It's like, and and it's and it's weird as well because it's like the popularity sort of played a played a point as well. Like I think that if he was cool or if he was not necessarily famous, but if he was popping, it was mm. like they had that them clicks. Mm. Them clicks were there, and then. The outsiders are kind of the outsiders. It's kind of you know, like you said, you know what you don't. But mm. it, now it's just changed so much. Especially, I think because as well, you know, because it's so solo based now. Yes. Everybody rolls on their own. They have their clicks still, but it's not the same as it mm. as it used to be. Why is that? It's just not enough crew battles anymore. Uh, um, I think things. yeah, it's just collective things. I think like a couple of things like I, I don't know exactly because I never planned an event. But mm. if you look at like a major event around the world, it's going to cost so much more to bring a crew out than it is to, to mm. bring a solo out. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, a lot more organization for, for example, I mean, breakers haven't always been the most professional or most on point. So, you bring a whole crew out, and four <laughs> of them miss their flight. You're like, What, yeah, what, what yeah, are you yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to do now? Like, oh, so there's, I think, like a couple of different things that play a part, but obviously, with things going to the olympics and becoming more of a sport it's just been solo based mm. for quite a few years especially with like the major brands like red Bull mm. and stuff like that getting involved so yeah, yeah you've it's just, had to pattern up yeah, yeah, a lot it's, of just, up, yeah right. it's just transitioned across and everybody's had to pattern up and we're still in that transition now mm. um leading up to when it is in the olympics in 2024.
0: Mm, yeah, man. Mm, yeah that's bonkers because a lot of, and I think this correlates in tow with the graffiti and the rap battle world as well. You know, there's an element of, um, there's an undertone to break dancing that it is, it's, it's risky, it's dangerous. I remember going to Paris and seeing these break dancers in the shopping mall. And nearly a fight broke out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nearly <laughs> knives, knives have been pulled out. <laughs> other gangs that weren't even breakers were coming. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. there is that attitude that I think. Um, w- we all want a piece of isn't it? yeah do you, know I mean? do you reckon that will be transferred into the attitude of of how the olympics approach things um
1: i hope so yeah, um, man. we're still we're still sort of looking at it because it keeps it raw and urban doesn't it mm. of course obviously we all have to be professional now and there's a lot of regulations involved with it mm. but um i mean in the youth olympics i think it was in 2018 mm. in buenos aires it was the most watched sport so, wow. yeah, it was the most watched sport. There was, like, 90,000 people in attendance, I heard, I think. No Something way. like that. Don't quote me on that. But, like, people were interested in it because of how it played out, mm. you know? And it might not be as raw as as other venues or other sort of battles or competitions and mm. stuff like that. And there might be a lot more, like I said, regulations involved. But I think you'll always have that, that thing there because it's what's entertaining to people.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, so. it's entertainment. I mean, uh, I see you as quite the entertainer. Yeah. yeah I mean, like... <laughs> You you were talking about how certain characters get singled out. I think the audience really does build a rapport on people that. Oh yeah. It's almost like the whole team can see. Oh, he's coming out. Oh, he's coming out. Yeah, again. yeah. Oh, She's coming out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you, I, I, I like
1: to play on that. Me personally, mm-hmm. like I, I always think that. Um, I think I've seen it from movies and stuff. Like if you win the audience, you have a good chance of winning the event. Right, kid style. And, and of course, of course, yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not a script of that. But when you win the audience, you know you're entertaining. You know that you're doing well. And it don't always work at the smaller jams, but you go to events like Red Bull and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. when I did the, the Red Bull UK qualifier in 2020, the year that I won. So like The people commenting on the YouTube video like, oh, he won because he was at home. Like, I'm not even from London. <laughs> I keep myself to myself out here. Like, but like, Yo. you know, I just, I came there and I really entertained and I, and I felt so good about entertaining and it gives you that confidence and that empowerment it's like mm. it's like uh, you know in, in football they say you've got like 12 men it's like the 12th the 12th man because mm. you have that on your side and it's it can always work against you as well you know mm. what I mean like you know yeah. if somebody else is dope on the other side and somebody just does mm. a banging around you just kind of crumble but when when you entertain and you can win that you have a good chance of sort of yeah. Continuing through the event for quite a few stages, I think.
0: Yeah, having your bros around you, or, you know, your team yeah, around your you, te- and then
1: obviously, yeah, your team come as well. Like yeah. that's that's always, a, mm. it's always a backing. Like the audience is one thing, but then you've got your your crew and your friends and your family and stuff like that. That are also backing mm. you, you know, keeping you in check and stuff on the day. And especially when when you've got people that want to see you win, like it's always always so like useful
0: to have. Yeah, man. Yeah, and you're proud of where you're from, Derby. Hold tight, yeah, of course, man. Talk to me about that. Like, how do your family, how do your family feel about this new, you know? Level up. How they feel about the the sudden, you know, you, you it's like a, you've had a like a Mario mushroom, <laughs> <laughs> literally just literally straight up there. Yeah. But
1: no, like my family are blessed. Yeah. It's it's quite good. Like they've always supported me through everything. Like all members of my family, they're also proud of me and they'll just push me. Even my dad, he'll just get onto me sometimes. He'll be like, "What you got new? What's new? Like, oh. What well, you got a training?" Like he's he's like that. Oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah? he's onto me like. Got any new moves or what? Like he's he's on me. Like he'll come to the jams and stuff. People love my dad at the breaking yeah, events. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he gets involved. Like he's he's cooler than me at the breaking jams. You know saying? what I mean? Uh, prem,
0: yeah. We got Prem. You know what time it come is? On, in, come uh, on, come <laughs> on, come on.
1: But like even my brother will come to the jams. Like we've all been involved in it mm. at, at some point or other. My sister, she'll make sure I'm in check. Make sure I got everything that I need. Mm. So they just support me, and obviously. 'll just they'll just keep on supporting me no matter what really so it's it's quite good and especially because I'm half Asian as well like mm. it's not always the case in a lot of the families and support so it's like, yeah.
0: why is that is that is that is that a cultural thing
1: uh I think it has a lot of different sort of um things behind it um I think with breaking it's obviously a little bit different because it's hip hop and it's universal mm. um but if you look for example at let's take another sport like football we have like two or three South Asian players mm. in the top league which is mad and it's because There's no role models. One, there's no role models. There's nobody success. There isn't no Indian Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. There isn't no Indian like. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, which is why I kind of try and break the barriers a little bit for something that's so urban you know like obviously there's there's a lot of stereotypes where families want their kids to go into something more profession more high paid and whatnot then and just generally there's just loads of different things that sort of play a part obviously there's also systematical racism and stuff course, that play yeah. a part as well and not in makes, hip-hop though yeah not in hip-hop that. so it's, yeah. it's cool but it's like nice. yeah in sports in general and then obviously the asian guys would then you know go make their own micro leagues and separate themselves from the rest of society and stuff like you have like asian football tournaments or yeah, asian yeah, football yeah. leagues which is different and like in 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 uh, in all sports i think it's the same well majority sports let's say unstereotypical wise because obviously if you look at other sports they might be dominantly asian players and stuff but like with this it's it's so universal uh, universal sorry Mm. and like my family have just always supported me and some people kind of feel a little bit shocked sometimes that like i'm from like an asian club they're like oh like it's one of the questions i get all the time so how are your family like do your family support
0: you on this i'm like
1: yeah, yeah. And I also like You know <laughs> what? You
0: know what, it, it didn't even occur to me. All I all I kind of was where I was going with it yeah. as a as a as a conversation was more in in keeping with Derby and being up north and you know, this is this is an attachment of your home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I thought to myself, wow, like you've got to have some pretty and you've been doing this all your life, but Yeah, of course, like, yeah. You've got to have some sort of like s- yeah. sturdy family that even when Nike weren't there, yeah. they were there.
1: Oh, 100%. You know what yeah. I mean? 100%. Like, they'd be taking me everywhere. Like, we moved into this house and it was... Perfect, and we moved into this house with the option because we have a garage, mm. and I could train in here. So it's like they—they—that becomes a part of life and family decisions and stuff. So they—they they massively support me, yeah. like hundred percent. But like being from Derby is cool because not just my actual family, but we have a close, close knit society. I so say, yeah. It's it's and people obviously I've I did a, a recent sort of interview and stuff about Derby and stuff because we're going for like the maiden Culture bid and and whatnot. But like. People think that you have to get out of Derby to grow. And in some so like some circumstances, depending on what you do, that okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. But with breaking we have so many sit young breakers here. We have Trinity Warriors, yeah, yeah, one of the best one of the best crews to ever come out of the yeah. UK, steady. Mm-hmm. You know, he was yep. he was All from here, steady. like he made Trinity yeah, yeah. for us like and we have a good unit here where it's like we don't need to go to other cities and and connect. Mm. Like people want to come to us now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have we have up here. Oh yeah, I mean, tells you whole time. <laughs> the but like, no, people want to come to us and be a part of this. And and you yeah. know, just because we're just so close, like everybody knows everybody. Even the the music artists around here, mm. they'll support my stuff because I'm doing stuff for Derby.
0: Big up John Sound, Baseline Smith, inside yeah. the place, Baseline gang, Smith, gang. and and young young man too inside yeah, the place. Man. Yeah, man.
1: But like, it's like people support each other because. We're from Derby mm. and it's nice to see things coming out of Derby mm. and it's also cool because we're so small and when we do go to bigger places like I said like we sort of explode but well when I, when I was coming up the most important thing for me was that I was like the dark horse nobody, nobody really thought I was a problem as such until I was a problem <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> you've got a problem on your hands well, yeah, man. but like it's no, it's no longer an incentive necessarily to go to London to be a dope breaker no is, this is where well, it's why it
0: doesn't well, why would it interest you? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've got it all here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But before it, it wasn't always the case like that. You know what I'm saying? People felt for you have to move away to, mm. to improve, whereas now it's we got what we need here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: think the industry prevails. I think that I think there's a climate change of, of technology and social media which allows for you to be anywhere in the world. Oh of course, yeah. Um industry wise, I guess if I'm honest with you, Karam, when I'm talking about you now <laughs> in about three years' time, yeah. there may be a different conversation. You may be like, "Yo, I've got to go down to London." Yeah, of course. Not that you have to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's one of them,
1: isn't it? Yeah, no, 100%. Like industry work in terms of like commercial work mm. and stuff and opportunities. Of course, London's where it's at. Mm. If that's the avenue you want to go down, but in terms of competitive breaking, right here, it's 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 not necessarily that it's right here, but we there's no other incentive for us to go anywhere else. No, no, that's right. And that's what we created as a young generation mm.
0: because before that we probably had to mm. you know what I'm saying it's true and there is something of an exotic when you don't come from London and you're doing something that makes so much noise and impact yeah you know a B- b-boying when it comes to London can be quite seasonal yeah do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um when we're up here and looking around man like in, like you said clearly you're operating daily yeah what's your um What's your batting average on a on a power move on a new move on a on a sequence of moves where you're just like yo this is gonna fuck them up when I come down <laughs> or when I get into the in the <laughs> octagon you know what I mean What's yeah. your what's your batting average What's your average when you say that What do you mean Well, is it one in five times you go yo I've just come with a combo that, or is it one in um, is it two is it three and five Is it five and five
1: It's it's weird like because for me like I I drill stuff. So when I'm here, I drill. So it has to be done two or three times perfectly before I can move on. Mm-hmm. So that's how it would be. I would run my things over and over again to make sure that when I do get on the main stage, I'm not messing up anything. Mm-hmm. But then I also have them creative times. And it's always nice sometimes as well to spend a little bit time away. Like I said, I was kind of injured. I came back, like my first session was like last Monday. Mm-hmm. I was like, made some crazy stuff, like just off the top of the dome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, made a note of that, made a note of that, made a note of that. And I have, like, I have have like I have like 15 rounds ready for competition always. But then I also have a reserve tank of things that I've been working on or have there that I've not perfected yet. Or I have, if I do this and I pull it off today, there's no, like, you, you're getting done, like, sort of thing. So I have, like, a whole reserve tank of stuff like that. And it's probably, like, like yeah, like, three and five average. Like, they're all ready to go. But it's just having, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you make new stuff. Yeah. And you constantly have to make new stuff. But it's also having the confidence to then do that new stuff. Yeah. It's almost as like, especially abroad, Um. And it's and it's kinda weird as well because sometimes like you can treat the UK like like sometimes I used to treat like the UK as like a, a playground mm. to like try stuff out. Especially at the smaller events where, where I knew that I could, because you need to do them in a battle. Once you've done for me, once you've done them once in a battle, you can you can do them all the time. Mm. But it's it's doing that first time. And then also it's that like you go to Europe and you have a name, like I have a name now. People mm. expect a certain They expect a thing. Yeah, they they yeah. expect something of me. So like I have to deliver, but then sometimes I don't always enjoy what I have to deliver, mm. or I don't always enjoy the stigma of having to do certain moves because I'm good at them. Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's like yeah. I have, I have, I have my 15 rounds, which you'll usually see me do, which will see me through to a competition, mm. let's say. But then I also have probably another 10 rounds, which is crazy stuff that I haven't used yet. Mm. So I have like, and and that's stuff where it's like yo, I made this and this is gonna like smoke somebody as soon as I pull this out sort of thing. But it's just like just just and 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 I think as I made a lot last year in the last year, let's say, but then again we we've been limited because of COVID. Yeah, true. so it's been it's been really hard to actually find that confidence to mm. to be like oh i got this new move let me show it you because you don't know where it's gonna exactly and then at the same going. time you don't want to post it because if you post it it's easy for, for other people to sort of like yeah. you know what i mean buy it or copy it or whatever so i have like 10, 10, 10 combos ready to go where i'm just like and you feel good about it because it's new but it's like at the same time like i need that that, that battleground to do it mm. but yeah
0: man so, yeah. Mm, there's so much There's so much to deconstruct there. <laughs> <laughs> so much to deconstruct. Um Okay. Uh, to anybody that is outside of the loop of breakdancing, when you say you've got reserve, when you say you've written it down, when you say... Like, I think for most people, and I'm talking like, you know, the Joe public, I think a lot of this uh mystique is that you have a, a tonne of signature moves and you have a tonne of reserve, you have a tonne of things sketched down, which I want to hear about this. Yeah. But also... When you're break dancing, you ain't able to look at what you're doing. Even if you are by the mirror, you can't see whether yeah. it looks good or not because yeah. you're in complete movement. Yeah, of course. Your emotion. So how do you know when something's good?
1: Either the reaction of the rest of the man them like it, really? <laughs> or like, or like at training. Um, but generally, um, I like to film a lot. Of course, like, yeah, so yeah, I like true. to film things because I like to see how they look and stuff. Mm. And if if I'm unsure, I'll ask my friends, "Yo, what do you think to this?" Mm. And then they can give me their feedback and stuff like that. But generally, you kind of go off. What, I, I kind of go off the energy in the room mm-hmm. like if I know that someone's like yo then I'm like okay that was good we need to keep I that think we, might have something, something. Yeah. <laughs> we just tick that one you know make a note of that sort of thing yeah, yeah. but generally like so that, that's one thing but filming filming's like really important yeah. and I think like my friends and not just like my friends and asking you know because I, I video like I said I video so for example if I've made something and I'm like This is dope to me, Mm. but I ask you, like, what do you think of this? Sometimes it's because I want to hear you tell me that it's dope because Mm. I want to feel good about that from, from the outside perspective. But then it's always good sometimes if they're like, okay, what about if you crossed your leg? Then I try it and I'm like, oh... We just took it from this level to that level. Thank you. And now I have a whole new signature. Like That's, that's what happened. Wow. Like one of, the, one of the ones I explained was like, a, I call it the Mantor Lean. Um, it's like one of my signatures. Uh, it's like really original. It's like a, a side like 2000 like leaning. But I, I watched my friend like uh, crash. He was trying like tap mill to 2000. Mm. And he kept like sort of crashing halfway and just falling back to his back. I was like, you know what? If you could do that continuously without like going too far up, like it would yeah. actually look sick. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. then I took it. No. I, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna call it, and his name's Mantis and we call him Mantor. Mm-hmm. So now i call it the Mantor Lean because it's like after oh him, but like I saw him like do it and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that crash a signature. That's And so I made it. Sick. Yeah, and then I, I filmed it and I showed my friends. I was like, what do you think to this? And then one of my friends was like, Bro, if you hit a shape, like cross your leg, it'll be sick. Game over, yeah. So I did it and did it for the first time in like 2018 at Silverback Open. Um in a uh, in in Philadelphia, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. my first time there, and it was just everyone just went nuts for it. They were like, he, yeah, 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 even yeah, yeah. Ivan, you know Ivan, He's host hosting. He's like, he meant to do that, and yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, Yo. <laughs> like, you know, and it pays off,
0: sort of hundred percent, yeah, man, yeah, hold tight, Ivan, and yeah, I, I tell you what, man, like when something again when you fall down and then yeah. pull it back up, and it and and it's all with the intention, you've got it all studied and planned yeah, yeah. out. I love that. That's crowd control as yeah, well. Yeah, for, for sure. That blows people's minds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Bring it on. What, what's your thoughts on uh, your training between now and 2024? My thoughts? There uh, must be a Mr. lot
1: going on. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Obviously, it's been kind of annoying because, like I said, I was, I was a little bit injured. And last year, well, I was on fire. Like, training was on fire. I felt good. Like, for a long time, I felt a little bit lost in my break-in because there wasn't really anything happening, Mm. you know, because of all the COVID and stuff. It's like, there's no... I feel like you need that... uh, You need, like, scalps to take. You know, when you go competition, like, you need that Mm. so you can bring it back and review it. When you don't have that, it's kind of like, what's my goal? What do I want to be ready for? And it's Mm. like, we never knew when COVID was going to end. So Mm. I was just kind of like lost my way a little bit but last year i was like yeah man i want to be ready for when lockdown's over mm. i want to be ready for this jam and, and i really trained hard like uh and i felt so good about my break-in did three competitions last year uh, i won all of them and it was like i felt good i was confident i was mm. ready and so now it's just still i i understood what i needed to do like i won mm. the last two competitions i did so the gb trials and um just Jam 2 on t- uh, two versus two, uh, I didn't lose a single round, mm. but I sort of watched them back and I was like, you know what, if I did this, it would take you from this to this. Mm. So I sort of watched them and understood like what I need to do to take it from UK level to world level, having the impact I do here there sort of thing Crazy. so yeah so i did that firstly and obviously training wise is just being consistent mm. like you need sometimes all it takes is like six months of hard work and you're three years ahead you mm. know what i'm saying you just need to knuckle down sort of thing so it's knuckling down again making sure there's no distractions mm. i have achieved some amazing things for example nike and stuff but it doesn't stop there that's where the work starts
0: yes
1: and although i'm, I'm eating and i'm good and you know i'm doing things and people are bigging me up and stuff i need to just remember like this is the start, and and you have
0: to keep on going from there, sort of thing. Yeah, man, it's um, it's a false economy, and like you say, you've kind of got a when people big you up, that's lovely. Yeah, everyone loves that, <laughs> of course. You know, but there's also this thing of living in the now, and and incrementally, you know, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger sells it sells it the best. But the whole idea of like every minute, every hour. Every hour, every week, every day. Do you know what I mean? And it really is like you must be forever in the moment.
1: Yeah, you kind of have to be right, like, and I and what I've noticed recently is that I, I train much better when I'm annoyed, and I battle much better when I'm annoyed. I need something that pisses me off, like, because so I'm hungry for it. Yeah, 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 It's like my purpose, but like, it's it's just having to be engaged in that all the time. Mm. And the moment that you switch off is sometimes the hardest time because you struggle to get back mm-hmm. in. Like after them, I'd done them co- two competitions or whatever. I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna rest for a week now. Mm. I do I've been going hard and I rest for a week, and I just find it so hard to get back in. And then mm. I got injured because. Probably I didn't warm up properly, mm. it was like hot and cold sort of thing, but it's like you have to make the time count and not let the time pass you by sort of thing. Yo,
0: so what so you're saying like, that you've just got to keep on going, even once you've done one, one um, competition, you've almost got to just keep on... that. That's that's how work. I
1: feel, yeah, like it's the momentum wow. and and I feel like winning is a mentality as well, like when you win an event, you kind of keep on winning for a little bit because it's like, mm. I'm going to win. The synergy and the, yeah, And you're not, you're not scared of losing. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not worried about losing. So mm. you never doubt yourself. You go in there like, extra confidence sort mm. of thing. But like you said, like, it is, it is, you always have to be on the go. And, and especially like, creative wise as well, not even just thinking about it or just being engaged in it mentally. Like, if I stop, that doesn't mean the rest of the world stops. You mm. know what I mean? These guys in Russia, are yeah, not right your now. Bed, <laughs> yo, like. Your whole entire career, Russia yo, <laughs> yo, for real. But it's like it's crazy, like because nobody else stops. The game doesn't stop, and that's yeah. why it's so hard sometimes. And that's why when you said about timing, it's really important yeah. to yeah. to understand timing and when you need to be on fire and when you can sort of relax a little bit. Because mm. I think it's hard for anybody to be a hundred percent. Like a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. No, no, but no, no, no yeah, Like you, you, have to, you have to pick that timing. But you can never really switch off, like up there, and you have to be engaging it all the time because you have to make each day count. Whether I didn't train for a week and I decided to just work out and stretch. My problem sometimes is that when I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna switch off. I'll just do nothing for a week and yeah, then yeah, I come back. Yeah, and That's I'm the like, hardest oh, bit. Yeah,
0: and it's and it's so hard, but yeah. yeah. That is hard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, you're uh, you're you're a slave to the culture <laughs> literally, literally. Is that how it feels um yeah in, so in the most positive way yeah
1: yeah probably that is that's probably the best way to put it cuz you you kind of have to keep on going mm. so there's no time to relax and then when you do it's not that you you, you kind of feel like you're letting people down mm. cuz when when things aren't going right for you in anything that you do you kind of feel like the whole world's watching you mm. and i guess because i'm a public in the public eye and stuff like that. with the whole nike stuff i think that one, people would be looking up to what I'm doing and how they can get there, mm, and two, how true. they can how they can take me out and make an example. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like,
0: yeah, you in, don't want to be going down the wrong paths of like I'm just I'm just going to go down the pub,
1: yeah, or I'm just going to chill, or like yeah. you know what I mean? So I kind of have to keep on going because in the times where I'm just resting, even though I'm not doing anything, I could just be resting just for mm. rest sake. You know, I'll be looking at the rest of the world thinking, shh, I need to yeah. do something. Like
0: everybody else is moving sort of is thing. Is that gives you anxiety? Do, I, the thought of like you know all these other countries like heading on fast footing behind you i guess it could it yeah, could i'm, I I'm quite
1: like, strong so yeah. i
0: don't really let things sort of get me
1: down like that because i just feel like if i'm down i'll just work harder so i get up mm. again you know what i mean that's like my personal thing about it. like i don't dwell on anything i like yeah, to yeah, keep i, don't imagine I like to keep on moving and mm. if someone's bothering me i'll just work through it until i feel i'll do something that makes me feel good about myself for example do a run or do some training yes. and, you know like it's just it's just stuff like that and in the end like Just putting yourself to something, putting your mind to something productive, Mm. you'll come out of that after a couple of months when you're over whatever's bothered you and you'll be like, yo, I'm grateful for myself for pushing myself to Mm. do that. So if you feel down about you know a loss or people chasing you from other countries or somebody trying to make an example of you, just work hard and in a couple of months you'll thank
0: yourself for it and be ready to whatever's Mm. next with them. You know what I mean? 100%. That's how I feel with that. Yeah, man. Uh, If you're you're not in the mood to break dance but you still have to take, you know, keep up with the uh, momentum and the uh, re- regime, you go for a run. If you're uh, feeling like you wanna break dancing and you're angry, put some hip hop on and start going for it. Yeah. Uh, all these variables that kind of trigger you to to just keep going. Yeah. With Team GB and, and the Olympics on its way, do you find, are you torn often between, um, am I an athlete or am I a b-boy? And I know that I know they're all one in the same, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> but, but <clears throat> I guess from an athletic point of view you're doing everything that you've always done forever. Yeah. But as a B-boy, you've been doing everything you've done forever. Yeah, yeah, And they've always been parallel. But now I'm guessing, like, you've got to kind of prioritise one because of the extremity of the the proposition. You're going to go to the fucking Olympics. Yeah, yeah, of
1: course. No, 100%. Like, for me, I think there's, like, I think you always have to realise that there's a difference in Mm. it. Because, like, it's all right saying that you're an athlete or you're a dancer, and there's always that that debate and stuff like that. But for me personally, I feel like when I'm in my creative phase of creating moves and stuff, I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how I am because I have to create and that's what I do. But when it comes to competition, I'm an athlete because I I create like an artist and perform like an athlete. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, like I said, with things becoming so much more professional and the the demands on the body and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, like, obviously, it's all like physiological and stuff as well now that we have Mm -hmm. to think of. Like, we have to have that athletic mind and have people around us that have that athletic knowledge for us to be the best that we can be mm. and peak in the right times for competitions mm. because it's alright saying Yo, we're going to the Olympics in 2024 we can do every single jam hopefully don't get injured every single jam yeah, that comes yeah, yeah, yeah. up until then you get to the Olympics and you're burnt out it's true. so we need to have that sort of athletic mind I guess we kind yeah. c- of have to be professional or we have to be athletes as such so I do see myself as an it's athlete true. but I also see myself as an artist because I have to create and And Mm. and keep that up as well. Yeah, there's a creative
0: side, huge creative side to it. Yeah. Moves that aren't really even in that manual. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's it's just always something new.
0: How are they ever (laughs) going to judge this? It's mad, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) One of the biggest questions out there, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And. Who's got the copyright on the music when it's <laughs> being played? That's what I want to know. Yeah, for real, for Yo, real. Well
1: I think I think they'll have that down. They'll, yeah. they'll be cool with that because I think like obviously you've got your Red Bulls and stuff right now yeah. anyway, and, and they are be popping as well. Like, yeah. I'll
0: talk UK Breakdance Championships as well. All yeah, time, of course, man. All day. I think that's on June this yeah, year. That's right. about June all this year. Across. I think. Yeah, we got yeah. this. Um, yeah, man, it's a fruitful time. It's a fruitful time. All right, Layman's favorite move right now. Yeah, my f- my on. favorite one move of your, right one now. One of your favorite moves right now, whether it's you or someone else, who's out there, or <sighs> is it you? <sighs>
1: give us your move. My favorite, I'll give you a couple. My favorite move to do is munch meals because they're so easy to do really <laughs> yeah it's so easy to do so when someone's like do a move I'm like alright cool and it looks yeah. cool too yeah um, and it just pops, <laughs> pops. literally yeah. my special move is of course the head spin drill yes. like that's what everybody loves to see crazy so I like when I hit one of them mm. when you hit the sweet spot um, but sweet always, spot yeah. talk about the sweet spot sweet spot man you just know when you when you feel it you know when you the get pocket. to your head and you're just like yeah, 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 yeah. and you can just feel it and you know you're going to keep on going and going and what's going? going
0: through your head literally when you're do- it's just complete and utter
1: once I've got past like two spins I'm like yes. Yes, this is freedom, and you know because you can feel everybody going yeah. oh behind you. So as soon as you drop out of it, you can just kind of get off and be like, yeah, what? And just style it out a little bit. It's that that extra swag sort of thing. But generally, yeah. like my favorite move, um, I like to see like people like Pocket the Power Moves, those, mm. where they mm. do like uh, the mm. one handed air flares mm. and stuff, or some of the younger power moves. There's, there's yeah. a crazy one from Japan right now. He's really young. His name's Hero Ten. Oh, Hero and it's, Ten, there's one for you. Yeah, I, he- don't, I can't even explain some of the moves that he does. I can't even like describe the names of them because he's changing the game of his power moves. There's a lot of people doing that stuff as well. Lee from the Ruggeds is another one mm, like sort of yo, innovating
0: in and rugged yeah. uh, tell me, uh how much of an asset is it social media in allowing you to figure out what other people are doing? It's so massive. Isn't it? Yeah it's bait. bait. It's so
1: bait. And it's and it's one of them weird ones as well because it's you kind of need it to stay relevant. Mm. But at the same time you don't want to be bait Mm. so that's why it's quite hard because you've got people like you know instagram reels for example is like 30 mm. second clip or whatever do something nuts do something that mm. no one's ever seen before everyone's like whoa yeah. and that's what's going to get you views but at the same time you want to kind of hold someone. that back yeah. and you want to save that of competition but you can't really like mm-hmm. you, you have to but it's, it's a struggle too because otherwise what you're going to post the same stuff that you've been posting for three years Bro, it's like, the same with beatbox yeah. and the
0: same with djs as well you know, they're spinning for half an hour, an hour, yeah, yeah. In a, in a, you know, on Twitch or something. Yeah. I mean, then they've just, you know what I mean? That's mad, isn't it? The club set <laughs> gone. Exactly. The, yeah, I think we're all at the mercy of it. It's just the difference with you guys is there's a title at stake. Exactly. <gasps> there's a major
1: title at stake. A major title. It's
0: major. What's going what's it gonna be like when you hold that trophy up, my brother?
1: I must come back, I'll be a legend, I'm retiring after that, yeah. right? <laughs> like, I'm done after that. No, you to be uh. teaching your ass it's here, right here. Right here, he man, in <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think it would be like the greatest one of, of them all, you know what I mean? Because mm. me I've always wanted to be the best in the world, let's say. Um, I'm still so young, I still have so much time to mm. sort of achieve that. Mm. I've obviously won a couple of world champs like events, I've won a couple of major events, you know, mm. I've been a, been around with the best, I've been at BC one and stuff like that. Mm. And I still have so much more time to do all of that again mm. and try and prove that. And I think, like, of course, I mean, everyone's going to have their own favourites and their opinions mm. and stuff, but I don't think there's anything bigger than winning the Olympics. So if I can win the Olympics, man,
0: then, you know what I mean? We Born go. into the game, brother. There's exactly. no reason why you ain't. Exactly, bro. We've got enough time to do it too. Yeah, we do. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for allowing us
1: into the humble abode, my brother. Yeah, anytime, man. Thanks for having me on this amazing podcast and yeah. hopefully we can do it
0: again, bro. My brother, we at- <laughs> Okay. Yeah we we invited any time people that's what i'm saying big up cram cool. that's a tight, lot bro. my brother yeah Thank you, man. killer kind of podcast out like it was out of fashion How's that yeah keeping it raw and rugged street culture all right don't talk to anyone i wouldn't share in his caring you know what it do we are out like it was out of fashion peace, peace.